Chapter 16 of the Great Diamond Syndicate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nancy Cochran Gergen, Gilbert, Arizona. The Great Diamond Syndicate by Nicholas Carter. Chapter 16 More Trouble. As Nick thought over, word for word, the talk of the diamond thief. He could not see that his communications had much injured the syndicate. He had informed the detective that there was such a syndicate, and that was about all. However, this was something to start with, especially as the papers of the syndicate had been captured. Indeed, Nick had already suspected the presence of a great conspiracy in the matter of the robbery. He had understood that it was not the work of one man. The discovery that the murder had been committed by a woman who wore clothing made in Paris, had started this train of thought. His experiences at the house on Houston Street, independent of the admission of the chief thief, had confirmed his earlier notions. Well, said Nick, they have done the best thing they could under the circumstances. This blaze scatters the American branch of the Great Diamond Syndicate. Only for the papers I have in my possession, the very name might be something in the nature of a dream, for all the talk of the chief thief. "'Have you looked at the papers?' asked Chip. "'Just enough to discover that they really deal with the doings of some powerful syndicate,' was the reply. "'Unless I am very much mistaken, we shall get no names or incriminating facts from them.' "'What's the next move?' asked Chip. "'I shall go to the office until morning,' was the reply. "'I have some work to do there.' and I can get a short sleep on the couch. It is almost morning now. Well, we'll meet at the office at eight o'clock, said Nick. And at eight o'clock, Nick, Chick, and Patsy sat in the private room of the downtown office, which Nick had lately taken with the object of having two headquarters from which to work. Now, said Nick, turning to his first assistant, the chief thief mentioned last night by name four diamond collections which had been stolen by the syndicate. I remember the main features of the crimes, but of course I know nothing of the details. What I want you to do is to take up these cases and learn all about them. It may be that the hands of the syndicate's agents may show in some of the details. It may be that you can trace the finger marks of one person through all the robberies. Locate all the persons, high and low, who might have taken the diamonds in each case. Chick made a hasty note on his private memorandum and said, Have you been to the Wisconsin this morning? I have not been out of the office, was the reply. You will find something doing up there, said Chick. Wait, said Nick. Let me get the story firsthand. You turn this assignment over to Patsy and come with me to the Wisconsin. The detectives were not long in getting to the hotel. There Nick learned of the occurrences of the night. "'Have you heard from Maynard this morning?' he asked of the night clerk, who, pale and distressed, seemingly because of what had taken place, lingered about the corridors instead of going to his room. "'He is no worse,' was the reply. "'I have just come from there. It seems that he recognized the people who struck him down.' "'Does he mention names?' "'No, he only says—' I know you both. Don't strike me. Strange thing all along. 
How did the assailants get into the room? asked Nick. That's what puzzles me, was the reply. I certainly did not let them in. Where is the elevator boy who was on watch last night? He is asleep upstairs. I told him not to leave the building. Bring him down. But the elevator boy was not upstairs. He was not in the hotel at all. I am sorry for this, said the clerk, because I wanted to clear myself in another matter. Nick scented more trouble. What is it? he asked. Well, said the clerk, evidently very much frightened, you gave me a bundle last night and asked me to keep it until you personally came for it. Did you get it during the night? Nick saw what the new trouble was and was angry, but he gave no evidence of the fact. I did not, he replied. Well, the boy gave the bundle out last night. He stated that you called for it. At what time was it given out? Quite early in the morning. After the assault on Maynard? Yes, sir, so he said. Where were you? I dozed off and left the boy in charge. Is it usual to leave a boy on watch? No, sir, only... Never mind that now. What did the boy say about it? Just said you came after the package. Nick was not satisfied that the clerk was telling the truth. He was very much annoyed at the loss of the clothes. I did not think you had been here, said the clerk, and was angry with the boy. And you scolded him, eh? Yes, sir. Do you think he will return? I do not, sir. Nick was provoked enough to lock the clerk up, but he realized that, even if he was in partnership with the thieves, better results could be obtained by leaving him at liberty. Do you think he belongs to the Great Diamond Syndicate? asked Chick, as the two walked away. It is all a guess, was the reply. I have an idea that he got that alleged reporter into the house last night, said the assistant. End of chapter 16 Recording by Nancy Cochran Gergen, Gilbert, Arizona